Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit BrumRadio.com. I'm Dave Massey. I'm joined on the phone by Lou, who is coming to Birmingham as part of Queen's, uh, which is a big tour, big UK tour, uh, coming to Birmingham Town Hall on the 7th of December at B Music Birmingham Town Hall. Good afternoon, Lou. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm really good. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me uh, about this new tour. You guys are coming on tour. Uh, you're going all across the UK and I see that you've got a, a month that you're likely to be at Edinburgh Fringe as well. How are the preparations going for the tour? Oh, so we're literally just about to start them. And I tell you what, we are throwing on the sequins as we speak. Brilliant. It is going to be absolutely epic. I cannot wait for us to get started. What is your, uh, the performance uh, that's happening? You, you, uh, perform as many different familiar songs uh, th- th- through throughout the performances. Have you got a favourite that you've performed before that we might get to see on the tour? Or is it all under wraps a little bit at the moment? I mean, we can't exactly say it's all under wraps because we have performed at different places mm-hmm. before. We've done performances at Edinburgh Fringe last year. We did London Wonderground. So... Some of your viewers may or may not have seen us, especially since we just recently performed at Coventry City of Culture, yes. which was absolutely insane. To be able to get to come back to the Midlands and have such an amazing response mm-hmm. was so unexpected for me. And we're going back there in February and we've already nearly sold out for that performance, which is just an insane reaction that I never expected we get. It feels like since lockdown in particular and over the 18 months of lockdowns that we had in the UK, that drag culture has transformed even more. Do you think that is the case uh, with with drag culture and how do you feel about it at the moment? I absolutely feel that that has definitely had an impact on the way drag has changed and been rebirthed through um, the like, like the social media, mm-hmm. like... Uh, I know so many of my sisters, especially who are in the show, we found out about Queen's sort of through social media because the original concept for it started before COVID and mm-hmm. then everything got pulled. And during that time, a lot of us had different chances to explore with makeup and gender mm-hmm. and all those sorts of things, knowing that we were in the safety of our home and we could do whatever we wanted to do without judgment whatsoever. And now we're finally in a place where we're confident enough to be able to bring that sort of out to the world now that it's being welcomed back again. And just the response has been absolutely insane because of people being able to watch things like Drag Race and all sorts of drag reality shows that are on TV throughout lockdown. I think the general public perception of it is a lot more open-minded now i i love that social media affords uh drag drag queens the opportunity to uh show that film themselves putting on their makeup or uh preparing their their costumes or uh preparing their hair um do you did you think that would hold such a fascination to the the general population or did were you confident that they'd be interested in those sorts of things i mean (laughs) It's difficult for me to say because I suppose I'm not one of the general population, but it's always been such an interesting idea to me because for quite a few years now, both with 
women, men, people in between. I've loved watching people put on makeup and style hair and just get to transform themselves into the most glamorous version of themselves. And it's just such an intricate art that I find really interesting to watch. And I imagine to people who don't really do that every day, it's even more otherworldly and mm -hmm. amazing. They just can't comprehend how you can make yourself look as gorgeous as I do. When I'm around drag queens, I always feel really short. Um, and I always think that's a really wonderful thing for, for myself. I'm not a short person, but it's one thing I always notice. And I always think, gosh, it must be really difficult to be able to walk in heels. Uh, is that something that you, you've done from an early age yourself or, or, or is, is heels for you? Uh, I hadn't actually danced in heels too often until I got to around uni, which is when I started. Of course, I was a natural, as you can imagine. <laughs> um, but I tell you what, dancing with queens has put me through a whole new kettle of fish. They really do not lie when they say that we dance like Britney and sing like Whitney because oh, learning that choreo in those little stilettos has been the bane of my life. <laughs> but I'm amazing, so naturally I pulled through it. And as did my sisters, we all look amazing up there and it's one of the first things most women come and say when they meet us after our shows they're like oh my goodness how could you dance in them heels i can barely walk <laughs> I, I think that's probably true i tried on a drag queen's uh, shoes once and i nearly fell off them straight away so i can imp appreciate the skill that goes into being able to uh, just even do the choreography and then you've got to sing live on top of that as well one of the things that you guys are known for is singing live um, do you think that uh, is part of British drag culture even more than maybe in other countries it absolutely is because um, for example British drag culture kind of became popularized through pantomimes and mm -hmm. the sort of pantomime dame so naturally, in those sorts of things, they're kind of like musicals in which the casting live. So it was just expected for the Dame to be able to as well. Whereas in other sort of countries like America and stuff, uh, drag sort of made its way through the ballroom scene and performing yes. to uh, tracks of the time. So for them, it was more so a thing that they would lip sync to female sounding songs, whereas British drag kind of started in the blurring the lines between masculinity and femininity. Mm -hmm. So it was as necessary for you to sound like a woman or look like a woman. It was just the having fun with it, which is sort of what I think British drag's all about. What, what do you think it is about these uh, big international female vocalists that uh, draw uh, drag artists to, to emulate them in particular? Do you think it's the, the things that they're singing about or their vocals? I think it can be a mixture of both, but ultimately it's because these are strong, powerful idols that drag queens like to base themselves off because they are generally exaggerated versions of women themselves almost. They have rhinestone costumes, they have gorgeous heels, they have perfectly styled hair and glamorous makeup, and they're able to do a full-on vocal number mm -hmm. while dancing their way through. So it's basically everything we do, just without the glued eyebrows, probably. 
And, and it's wonderful to see as well. I always find that dra drag queens are really uplifting uh, and they, you know, really put a big smile on people's faces when they're performing as well. I absolutely think that's wonderful. Uh, I'm really thrilled that you guys are going to be getting to go on a, on a tour around the UK. And the tour is going uh, to a couple of locations in the West Midlands as well. It's going to Wolverhampton on the 29th of October. There's Belgrade and Coventry in February. And then you've got a day at Birmingham Town Hall, uh, which is going to be on the 7th of December this year as well um are you looking forward to being uh, on tour for for throughout 2022 i absolutely am um because the audiences that we've had so far have been so diverse and getting to travel all around the uk i think that's only going to continue like we've had so many people bring their grandparents their children and although we don't really market ourselves as a show for a particular audience mm -hmm. The fact that we've been able to draw in all those audiences and show them how uplifting it is to just be yourself and let your hair down and party for a night. I think that's going to be amazing that we're going to get to bring that to so many different areas of the UK. And of course, I might be biased. I am very happy to be coming back to the Midlands as that's my hometown. So getting to do all the shows like Wolverhampton, Birmingham, Coventry, it's going to be so amazing to be able to see so many people I know there. I can just imagine the rest of the audiences are going to get the best shows of their life. Oh, that's brilliant. You can check out the website at Queens with a Z, Queens with a Z, the show dot com. Uh, you can check out the tour. Uh, the tour dates are already up there. Also, you can see the Birmingham Town Hall website at bmusic.co.uk. Check out what's on there. And the tickets are on sale for, for the Birmingham gig in particular already. So people can already buy those as well. Lou, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us about this today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.